Hey everybody, this is Brent Ingersoll. Happy New Year! It is 2021 and you are listening to the Speaking Of podcast. Today, being the first podcast episode of 2021, I sit down uh, with two people that need no introduction, Dan Lamus and Anthony Moore, and we brought a good friend of ours, a good friend of mine, Pastor Justin Beasley from Hope City, and we just jump in and we tackle some of the takeaways from the year just passed, what God's doing. It was just a rich conversation. Uh, And in the end, we got to talk about the revelation and end times. It was really, really interesting. And I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Here it is, our conversation on what in the world is going on. Well, first podcast of the of the 2021 mm-hmm. of the 20 of, of the, the new year 2021 and couldn't be happier with my company obviously we've got uh regular friends of the pod dan and anthony and then mm-hmm. my friend mr yes. justin beasley yes Woo-hoo. pastor hope city church in fredericton yes, sir. Yep. just top tier leader and just a person i enjoy being with dude Good to have you here. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to be here yeah. with you guys. Yeah. I always quality, love hanging out with King's Church. So. High quality individual right there. <laughs> That's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Well, I thought, hey, what better crew to to chat about, you know, just some of the, I mean, everybody is and has been processing, obviously, questions big and small, uh, especially people of faith, people of the church, and, and guys like us who are in pastoral ministry. You know supposed I, to know what we're doing. Right. And and yeah. never have felt like we know less, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, but oh, uh, yes. been some moments. Uh, mm. But, you know, as the year 2020 has ended and we are starting in a new year, thought, hey, why don't we why don't we try to pull some of the big themes and maybe big takeaways from the past year? Mm-hmm. And what what are you learning and what's God saying? You know, so the title mm. of our talk today is what in the world is going on. Oh, great. Mm, I love it. Or what in your world is going on. Mm. And we, mm. I mean, we'll, who knows how wild yeah. this will go. Will we yeah. Will we go into into politics? You never know. Never will we know. go into the mark of the beast? You just never know. We do know there's a few things going on. There are. Yes. So it could. <laughs> there's That's a, right. Yeah. There's a, but I, I think I think the, the, the place to start before we get into wild conspiracy theory and what's going on in everybody else or even in the church is what, mm. you know, what's been going on in your worlds. And I've, you're probably going to have as hard a time with this as I have in describing some of the things you're processing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. how would you describe your personal journey, you know, over the last year? What what has 2020 shown you? And more specifically, what has God shown you? In well, it. Vacation was great in March of 2020. Yes. You you, you were away like the week after we were. You yeah. were the last people yeah. to get yeah. through before you okay. had to. That was a great vacation. <laughs> yeah. It was. That yeah. was. 2020 started off awesome. It did. Right? It did. It, it really did. And yeah. then it just really went off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even downhill. What's, yeah. that, what's, that line? what's that line? That really took a turn for yeah, the, That escalated quickly. Escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we we were there and we got news that the the bad news for us first was just like, oh, our kid might have to stay home from school when we get home, but his friend's allowed to go. We're like, what's going on? We can't take care of our kid for another week. You know, like that was the big deal. (laughs) Little do we know. We just had him for two (laughs) weeks. About that. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be an educator this year, actually. So (laughs) we're going to flatten the curve for two weeks and we'll get right back to life. Back into it. 
Yeah, that mm-hmm. seems like a lifetime ago, though, doesn't it? It does. It's yeah. Like yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Mike Miller texted me, uh, our friend and the pastor at Nova Church, he texted me last week, and he goes, it's been a year since I've seen you. Yeah. And, like, we were in we were in England. We yeah. were in London together. Yeah. And wow. it's like, that, that's insane. Yeah. That yeah. It, it just feels like... And that's yeah. just Nova Scotia. That's just they're Nova they're Scot- still your neighbor. Yeah. I can't even get... Uh, yeah. We have a... King's Church is in his city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like I used to go there yep. at least bi-monthly, yeah. you know, so yeah. Yeah. just crazy mm-hmm. the the way that time has flown and yet it's felt like it's not moving <laughs> yep. at all. You yeah. know what? I'd like, to, I'd like to take a shot at this. What has it done in my world 2020? I think I used to know what to get upset about. <laughs> I used to feel like a... Thinking back to the beginning of 2020, I had a pretty good idea of what was worth getting upset about and what I should just let ride, what conversations mm-hmm. I probably don't need to engage in. Mm-hmm. But about six months in to 2020, I really did not have any idea from day to day and from conversation to conversation. Mm-hmm. I thought I was making the right call, not getting upset about something, and then people around me were really frustrated with me because I didn't care. Right. I'm like, no, wait a second. I care. Yeah. Uh, or and, vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Right. And yeah. I, I, had to, I found myself having to learn to listen again, mm-hmm. uh, realizing there things were not as secure inside as I thought. Mm. And uh, But that, that really messed me up in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can definitely relate to that. Just even the, you know... I think by God's grace, this this circumstance we all find ourselves in has caused us to, just like you said, like it's deconstructed a lot of things we had nice and neat and tidy in our minds that under the surface of it isn't as solid and yeah. clear as we thought it was. Yep. And now we're in a time where it's like there's so much division, not just like, it's not just polarized, it's fractured and fragmented and that none of us really fully agree on anything like right. there's a there's a right that's good right there yeah. yeah like people closest to you you're like you're saying something that you're really worked up about and they're like they look as calm as can be and you're like yeah. wait a second you're not upset about Why this it's not bother yeah. you yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or yeah. i've been on the other side of that yeah. more often because i'm not necessarily somebody who shows that i'm upset about things right mm-hmm. so i've had loved ones be upset about things and they're like you don't even care about this do you and that's been frustrating to me, man. The I mean, even within families, you definitely find like we're yeah. not all in agreement here. On mm-hmm. you know, you'll have one one sibling is being like, ah, oh, it's overblown and oversold, yeah. and then you'll yeah. have yeah. you know the mom or someone else saying, well, you know, people really are yeah. dying, yeah. <laughs> getting like, strangely quiet over yeah, in the totally. corner. And it's like, like mm. that's within family units that oh, yeah, used yeah. to pretty much agree about everything. Yep. It's like. We finally see, and you know, one of the words that God gave me for 2020 was the year of revelation. And, mm-hmm. you know, I assumed that it was like, God's <laughs> going to show me the beautiful secret things about himself, but yeah. he's actually I, more of the revelation was about like me and yep. humanity and mm-hmm. things yeah. that we thought were one thing, but really oh, aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You're, you're showing up to be pretty messed up on the inside and your angels, are, you, you're shocked, and your guardian angels are looking at each other going, he didn't know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah, forgot for to sure. tell him how messed up he is. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's, a good, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, the fracturing, the, the showing of like what's actually real, what you think, the, the ultimate revelation of what you thought was solid, turns out it isn't as solid as you thought 
the way you thought the world worked, the way like your worldview certainly, you know, the nuances of it suddenly got exposed and you didn't, you didn't, sometimes you had to make real quick decisions where you land, you landed on insides and that pleased some people and made other people really upset. Mm -hmm. Right. And I found that, like, I think I found that like, especially social media, like that's, you know, we've been around that mountain a, a ton, but I have felt that lots of times it's a, it's a battle to, you have to be really conscious about, you know, what you're going to say is going to draw lines. So you have to be really conscious about what kind of lines you're going to draw and what kind of cost you're prepared to pay when you make that statement to draw those lines. Mm-hmm. And I, I found that to be a huge, like I'm one of those guys that writes the response, right? And then nine, nine times out of 10 will delete, exi- you know, spend an hour typing something up then delete it. Like I've deleted before, a lot of texts yes. this year. Yeah, deleted a lot stop. of things. And realize <laughs> realize that I'm just I meant to I meant to process, and I am kind of a processy kind of person, right? So I live lots of lots of lots of my life is lived just up here chewing on things. But I I have felt that 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 it's more sensitive now than it ever has been to even make some kind of statement because everything is. Whether or not it is or not, everything is perceived to be loaded, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's always suddenly you make a statement, and then you're suddenly connected to some something else, and then something else, and then sooner or later you're pigeonholed. And depending on who's hearing you, that's good or bad, mm-hmm. right? And it's like this. It's such a tricky. It's a tricky. Uh, it's quite a minefield to mm-hmm. navigate for sure. Yeah, what is, what it's, is, it's not really answering the question, but just carrying the conversation. Yeah. How, haven't you guys found that over this year, it's just become evident mm-hmm. how few people can actually view things with a balance? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like there, nuance. Yeah, like yeah. the ability for nuance. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you can't because mm-hmm. I've heard all the different conversations yep. and especially social media you can see the conversations but yep. it's like why, why can't we somewhere balance these two conversations yep, yep, like the right. family member that says one thing and the other one yep. Yep. well hey let's talk this through whereas it's like i don't even want to hear you if you don't, yep. don't say exactly everything is pushed to those extremes yes. right yep. because of because we because we lump everything in all together it seems like everything is sort of more way more polarized than it has been and that's probably true statement but when you sort of start to hint that you can't actually have a nuanced position, right? Like it can't be like all one way or all the other way, yeah. right? It's actually it, and the truth of it is, it's actually somewhere in the middle yeah. in this in this gray zone, right? Yeah. Like, and so uh, that's I, I totally I totally agree with you. We've lost that that ability to have those kinds of conversations. It's at least revealed an inability to have it, right? Yeah. Yes. But I wonder if yeah. in the vacuum of that, I, I sense a growing desire, not just in Christians, but just in the general population for like, can we be reasonable? Mm. Like, can we reason together? Can we just, can we get the kind of immature reactionary, at least in the conversations I have with people? Like when I actually talk to someone and I get off social media, like the thing I think we, we sleep on is like social media optimizes the low order discontent. It Mm. does. And so like it's playing to, the the negative vocal minority yeah but if you talk to people on the street like most mm-hmm. people do have a growing appetite to be like actually like let's what do you think because yeah. i don't have it all figured yeah. out like, like i think people i think everybody yeah. unilaterally are feeling this like man 
I, like you said at the start of this, Dan, like I had more solid answers than I had a year ago, you know, yeah. or like, and like, yeah. I, what do you think? You know, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I, don't, I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with you guys mm. that we're both coming at the same, you know, argument, so to speak, from different sides. Like, I've disagreed with you guys more than I have in my whole time right. with you, but yet not mm. in a. I don't think you have. <laughs> oh, I definitely, definitely. No, have. man. No, no. No, but I felt, but it's been like a healthy, it's been a yeah, healthy kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. you know, not a, well, if you, mm-hmm. if you don't agree with me, you can have yeah. no part of me. Yeah. You know, it's been, no, I actually need like push back. Like, why am I yeah, wrong here? Like we've had sure. a couple really like yeah. about politics, about a bunch of things. Yeah. And it's like, it's been helpful actually, yeah. if yeah. we'll just go there. Yeah. Anyway, here's an interesting, and then, then. We can go wherever, but I, I, I want to say that I actually believe that, like the, the what's going on in the world and the isolation and all that stuff, has actually contributed to that, because because it actually it actually puts a a roadblock between a lot of those meaningful conver- conversations. It, yes, I feel like we've gone there in a in a sort of uh, in a sort of lazy way in in the way that the flow is going with society and the fact that social media exists the fact that person to person dialogue doesn't or it was decreasing i feel like this accelerated a lot um, and the in the the thing that was that brought this out to me is i actually had lunch um, with an with an old friend like we've been friends for 10 uh, 10 plus years no that's a lie that's like so almost like 15 years very, we had things in common. We were friends, ideologically and even politically. We're very different and very. Uh, we we didn't even come out of the conversation agreeing. We agreed on a lot of things to disagree. However, in the middle of that conversation, I suddenly not not that I didn't think so, but I was I was confronted with the reality of there's a human being on the other side of this. Mm. Right, I was I was confronted with the, like we laughed, we talked. We had animated conversation, right? Like, and it was very, it was, it was very much, um, we were, we were friends doing it. We had, we had the ability to disagree and he challenged me on a bunch and I challenged him on a bunch. It was very much a a fantastic, and maybe I was hungering a little bit for that civil discourse where you actually can challenge someone in that way. That's basically impossible to some degree because of the way the world is right now and that that social media is your only outlet to discuss those kinds of things. Cause you kind of like, there's this urge in people, hey, this is what I believe. And this is the thing. And so, yeah. but I just found that to be like a, such a powerful like moment for me in that realization that there's, there's still humanity and there's still a human being on yeah. the other side of whatever I agree with or disagree with. I think yeah. people are hungry, right? And yeah. I, th- I think too, just to, when we talk about, you know, stuff that we've learned, I've had a lot of conversations. I think we realize it because as a church, we've had to totally shift to online. Yep, yeah. That we realize we've had to realize there's people on the other side of, of this camera. Yes. There there are, you know, people out there because we're used to seeing them and being able to worship yeah. together and we lost that. Yeah. But like you say, a lot of people, they don't realize that and they get in discussions. I, I just talked to, to a person, a, a team member. Because some of their conversations online, you know, right. they were making sure they got their opinion across, yep. you know, and, and I told them, I said, what you don't realize, I said, on social media, you might be having a conversation that's you and another person, 
Yeah. But I said, that's like pre-COVID being in the food court at the mall, right. <laughs> having an argument, yeah. and everyone else is yeah. just standing around watching yeah. you, and we lose that sometimes. They're right. just like, well, I'm just making my opinion, yeah. you know, yeah. put it out there. And it's like, no, there's, and it's not just church people. It's the whole world that sees the conversation you're having yes. now with one other person. Yeah. Totally. So. But I think I think there is, the, the positive of it, though, is I think to your point, guys, is that there is a, I think people are hungry for real discourse, yes. real connection. I think yep. people are growing weary and skeptical of the value or at least they're understanding the limitations of digital and social media you know whether it is pastors we we realize yeah okay the digital piece is is a great tool but it's very limited it can't it cannot replace certain things right and so that's that's been a real a real benefit i think though but what justin answer the question what uh what what has god shown you about about you what's he shown you about himself it actually goes right along what you just said if i was just bring it down to what god's really shown me as far as about me yeah the last 10 months is i need people yeah like we were created for community and i love my wife (laughs) yeah like i'm glad i do life with her yeah and i love my kids but there's still there's still something that Yep. And my wife or my right. kids, like we're, we're, you know, having a conversation with some other pastors. Like I need that. Yes. I, I need. And so if I was to just say, yeah, it was something that I knew it, but you don't yep. realize how much you need it till for you sure. don't have it. Yep. Totally. And I believe that with all my heart, God created us for community. Yep. And we, so, yeah, hey, if I was just say, and then the flip side is what God's teaching me about himself is all I need is him. Right. <laughs> like that's yeah, the flip that's, of it is paradox. Is, you know, I realize, no, yeah, God, yeah. you created me for people. <laughs> and often I experience you even through people. Yeah. But if nothing else is here, God, uh, you're enough. Yeah. You're, you're all for like, sure. You, you satisfy you. Yeah. And I preached it before, but I think yeah. realizing it more Come on. in the, Come last, on, that's the good. last 10, 10 yeah. months for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I, I would, I would jump off that and say, uh, that's been that's been a as as this year sort of stripped away some things that weren't bad things necessarily, but they were like primary vehicles for my relationship with God. Um, once those things were gone, whether that's like preaching to a full room or preparing to like respond to the Spirit in real yeah. time, praying with people in yeah. in person, you know that contact, you know, a lot, just so many things that my, my spiritual life, my life with God have been built up around yeah. when those things went away. I found that my, my relationship with him, you know, wasn't, wasn't as, as robust as mm-hmm. I'd hoped, mm-hmm. you know, and I've had to learn how to, how to seek him in new ways without being dependent on things that weren't sinful. They're good things. Yeah. But like to your point, I've had, I, I have to, I'm growing and learning to, to find him to be enough in every season. Mm-hmm. You know, it occurred to me the other day, like thinking about uh, the old Testament and the, the children of Israel in Babylon, right? Like they had to figure out how to still be Jews in Babylon when they couldn't worship at the temple. They yeah, couldn't, right. they couldn't practice their faith the way they, they ideally would have wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, and yet they good. still had to figure out how to work it out. And, that's that's I would say what this year's been for me. It's like no, it's like none of this is like plan A of how I would you know. Yeah. I, man, I think about like last January, February, my personal schedule. I mean, come on, it was just right, yeah. fine tuned <laughs> down to the hour. Like yeah. I knew where I would be and why. 
yeah. <laughs> and, and when yeah. and who I'd be with. I was healthy and yeah. like, and then when right. so many of these things went away and I was like, God, I don't even know how to follow you now. Like, what do I, how do I mm. do this? I, it's just me, myself and you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. and like I've had to, I've had to learn and I'm still learning. I'm still like, but it's, I, I'm seeing it as such a gift though. Yeah. And that God has grown me and I find like I, 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 my relationship with him is more substantive than it was a year ago and, mm. yeah. and the, I'm sure the day that we're back to getting to experience God together in mm-hmm. ways that we all really miss, um, mm. that'll, that'll come on top of what he's established in me in this season. But it has been, it has yeah. been revealing though. Like there mm. wasn't as much of me. Yeah. I, I, I mentioned to you before when we were chatting, Brent, uh, before this podcast, just about my dad, uh, my dad's yeah, he's still on staff. I got to get him on the pod. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. need to. I, he's on my legends yeah, list. That's so. right. Uh, but yeah, my dad pastored for for years. My pastor, mm-hmm. my whole life, and I took over uh, lead pastor role, and he transitioned uh, four years ago. And you know, he has said that he's had to learn, you know, really how to live out his faith in a different way wow. now. And actually, he he has shared that he's become more Christian. Wow. Now than he ever was in all of his years of pastoring. That's beautiful. You know, because again, all the stuff that he, you know, kind of held on to or was a part of your spirituality, leading a church and was all God's stuff and supposed to be doing it. But yet when all of a sudden all those tangibles you once had aren't there. It's like, yeah, okay, could, you know, so yeah. he, he had a head start on all of us yeah. in COVID. So, yeah. well, so he's get, been doing hey, great besides yeah. not being able to go to Florida, I'm sure. Can I just, I just say something. It seems to me like there's a, there's a creation story happening. Like over the, in the beginning, Brent's schedule was formless <laughs> and, without, and void and without form. And God's spirit hovered over the, the waters of Brent's Brent's schedule and then he said let there be light and he's like there's a there's almost like a reshaping out of the the mess of like what you think in what the the form and the lack of uh he he something blew that all up mm. and yet he's able to reshape and accomplish his purposes out yeah. of what you think kind of out of the rubble mm. in the reforming of that and I just I, I, I don't know mm. just whatever that's he's uprooted I mean he's certainly uprooted what was yeah. and and trimmed back and pruned, and I'm confident that he's doing that for unto unto more, yeah. you know. But yeah, I mean, a year ago my schedule wasn't formless and void; it was perfect. Yeah, no, no, that's but no, no, in my mind, yeah, sure. Yeah. But, no, but, I, but meant, I meant like when, now, it, when it when it blew up, when saying, it blew up, it yes, was formless I, I, and you yes, know. Yes, I, I hear I hear yeah. you. He's yeah. he's. <laughs> Doing and behold, I'm yeah. doing a new thing. That's right, and he's bringing rivers into the wasteland. That's right. Um, but yeah, that that's, that that really is the truth. But he's he's led us he's led us into this season where yeah, I mean some of these these dependencies, I guess, like to, to think about your dad for decades of doing ministry. That yes, obviously there's personal. You can't. I don't think you can survive in ministry for very long without learning how to pursue the Lord yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That said, there are you you are in the proximity of glory and the spirit and the presence so much mm-hmm. just facilitating what God's doing in the body mm-hmm. that you could easily come under the illusion that 
I'm much closer to God than I actually am. Oh, yes. Yep, yep, yeah, for sure. And that's that, I think, is what, because God does speak to me, and God yep. does, God has given me words for people, and I have spoken like an oracle, you know, been given mm. a word to speak, and like I, God has moved through me, but like, yep. what about just God moving to me? Yep. And, and, mm-hmm. and there's, and it's, it's not some means to another end. Like yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I've, that's been the adventure, mm-hmm. I guess. And the growing this year has been like, I've had to learn how to pursue God just for him and for what he'll do in and, and, and for me, mm-hmm. whether or not this benefits the church or this makes yep. me a better pastor or any of those things. Like, yep. it's just like, it's been more pure, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, to, to use yeah. that what, term. What God often does through our lives doesn't connect or correlate with necessarily how close we are to God because yes, God, God right. will use us yep. and we have giftings yep. and you look through men, women, yeah, the Bible. It's true. I mean, you look at it and you're like, well, how could they go do that after God just they're did not, that? Or how could they, people. no, yeah. but, but, but it actually <laughs> yeah, shows. Totally. That, and sometimes we can miss that and think, well, well look what God did in my life. I called down yeah. fire from heaven. Yeah, but then the I'm next in, day, like what's no. going on? Yeah. It, you know, but yeah, and so sometimes we, I think we need, need to be reminded of that, yep. that God's God and he uses humans and he, he blesses, he sure but, yeah. but, you know, that doesn't stop us pursuing him and our just personal walk with him yeah. every day of our life. Yeah. 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 To flip that though, like that, that, like, so if I could say that's what God's been doing in me, but like what he's been showing me about himself and I'd like you to hear you guys on that. I'll, I'll lead the way on the answer in this question first, but like what he's showing me about himself is that he desires me for more than just what he wants to use me for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like good. that, like, yeah, he, he just cause I can't get up and preach the same uh, way I yeah. used to, or can't mm-hmm. minister the same way yep. I used to. He's still every bit as interested in, Hey, yeah, we, we, we connected mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Good, yeah. You're going to come before yeah. me this week. You're going to get a word this week. You know, mm-hmm. like, like he's, he's far less interested and in, it's, it's interesting. Like you, you can so easily shift into the, the Mar- Mary and Martha, right? Like, and yeah. you, we know the story. I've preached that sermon. Mm-hmm. I, I know my propensity to find myself being Martha when you should be Mary, yeah. you know, yeah. as mm-hmm. far as like just abiding. But, uh, man, he just keeps revealing ways, though, that he just he really does just want us to to abide yeah. with him and be with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think I think the we all know in theory. Right. That's one of the things that I've said a lot. It's like you ask questions about revival and God moving and all that stuff. You ask these questions. Everyone always says yes. Right. Even about Mar- like everyone wants to be the Mary but the practicality of it, when the rubber hits the road, it's actually a different conversation. And the revelation comes when God actually puts you in that situation and you, you learn and you grow. Maybe even if you're, you know, we've been collectively forced into some of those situations uh, by, by the, you know, the circumstances. But I, I actually believe that, like, the, the revelation, like, we've, we, it becomes planted, rooted in us, the abiding when it actually sometimes is thrust upon us, right? Hmm. So I think that's, yeah. I think that in concept, like in concept is one thing, but once it starts to play out in like, you know, yep. where the rubber hits the road, it's something else. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, this all stirs something up in me and hopefully I can get it out clearly, but I've, I think what I've, I've discovered in that whole process of uh, God wants me more than he wants what I can do for him. Mm-hmm. that whole thing yeah. is that God actually likes me more than I like myself. 
Yes. That he actually enjoys me more than I enjoy myself. That's a good word. And yep. that that's equally as true about literally everybody and all of creation. Yep. He actually likes creation. He likes the world. He likes all that he has made far more than I do. And the problem is that what I like is just a strange counterfeit of what I think he likes. Like mm-hmm. I've made assumptions about God, what God likes and what he doesn't. And this whole time of, you know, uh, hey, Dan, I want to spend time with you. It's that whole thing of, and we may get into this a little bit later on, but how we all felt at the beginning of the lockdown that it's going to be so great. We've got all this time to mm. just be by ourselves <laughs> and just, it was you novel. Know, and just you know, get away and think on things. Then we yeah. found out, That much time? Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I like looking yeah. at this. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, but it's kind of tied up in that that God enjoys, even in what I think is my mess, He actually enjoys me. Yeah, yeah. And so I've had to realize, God, I, I don't really have good taste. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you, I need you to teach me again. Mm. Yeah. What's actually beautiful? What mm. What do you actually like? I want to stop thinking <laughs> for you, God. Yeah. And that's been mostly that has been the most true about myself. Like I found myself sitting in a place like in my TV room or whatever, just frustrated and angry. And there's literally no legit reason to be. Yes. And I've had to face the fact that I am angry about something that is absolutely silly. And God is not angry about it. He doesn't care. He's not trying to fix that part of who I am. Yeah. He's actually fine with that. But that's been part of the process for me is just saying, man, like we are probably way more anxious and worked up than God is. Hmm. Like he's just waiting for us to settle down. I think sometimes we've talked about this as pastors. Hmm. I feel like God spent part of 2020 just waiting for us to settle down so we could actually do something useful. I think you're right. (laughs) I was like, are you guys, are you calm down now? Maybe we could have a conversation. You know, I've felt that over my, just even my own territory in here. It's almost yeah. like to describe it like it's almost like the months and months of the year was just God peeling back layers, just peeling yeah. back layers. And then at some point, <laughs> taking I think, off the band-aid. Yeah. I think at some point, though, <laughs> yeah. most of us, if you're even remotely self-aware or desiring to fall after God, like you come to this place, you're like, OK, so that's me. This yes. is there. OK, that's that's the real me. Yeah. And it's like, yes, God's yeah. got and God's like, here we are. And then to find out, like, God isn't, God is more, what is, uh, God is more, um, he's not as repulsed by the real you as we are. And he didn't even like what you were presenting to him. Yeah, he's more repulsed by the pretend, the pretend you. Ah, that's been me apologizing to God right there going, wow, dude, I'm like, oh, my soul, I feel silly. He's like, yeah, it's all right, man. But (laughs) that's it, Brian. He's like, he actually, you, that's me. He goes. What he's like? Yeah, that's the that's <laughs> that's that's the real you, no, and that's and that's the starting point of transformation. Yeah. It's like yeah. this is this is the you that I I I that that you really are, and there's parts of that that we need to fix and transform. Yeah. There's parts of that that I put in that I want to bring out and can only be come out. Yeah. They can only come out mm. if that pretension mm. g- goes away. Yeah, it's kind of like mm. it's kind of like this. You know, if you're disciplining a child and you kind of put them on timeout. And then it's like in the in the few seconds fast, like past that, you have a child that's actually like 
that's at the peak of their resolve. Like you're not going to break me. Right. But the longer that that sort of like time expire, like goes by, it sort of starts to wear down. And then you actually, actually get to a place where you actually deal with the re where the, Mm -hmm. all that resolve is melted Mm -hmm. away. Yeah. The stubbornness is melted away. And then you do, then you get a chance to speak into what's actually real. And I, I, I just had the, as you were talking, I just had that picture of like, that's what the Lord has been waiting for. And I actually mm-hmm. think this is lots about the church. You know, this is the, the sort of the worldview that I live in, but I actually believe that there's so much about the church in this season that the Lord is doing. And some of it is like, he's waiting for us to, to pull down or even let, let the, the things that we think this is about melt away mm-hmm. And him for it actually to expose the heart and get to what's real. And then he's like, okay, now we have something. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I think he's I doing it in us. He's doing it in the church and he's doing it, doing it in the world. Sure. So is. let's, yep. let's, let's talk about what in the world is going on. <laughs> you know, what, yeah. uh, you know, what have you, what have you seen revealed about humanity? <laughs> For better and worse, yeah. Uh, over the last year, what observations have you made? Everything from, you know, what stood out to you over the past year about just this <laughs> this this wild world we live in? We are very emotional. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That's a yeah. that's a yeah. We yeah. Are, human beings are very emotional and yeah. entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> It's in yeah. in the same way like a train like you can't not watch a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. 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 You get yeah. the sense of like if they brought back like public executions, like how horrendous that would be in thought, but people would show Everyone up. would go. Oh, yeah. Everyone yeah. would show Absolutely. up to watch. Yeah. Right? Isn't wow. it awful? Here, yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's, That's so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I can't look away. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that is Absolutely. What, oh, are, what, what are some yeah, trends? Man, what are some man. things that you think, uh, you mm. know, if this was a to take uh, maybe some of the stuff we just laid out that, mm. you know, so much of last year was just God stripping things away to see what really is. You know, what became apparent to you? Maybe that's a better way of framing. It. What became apparent to you over the last year about the world, about humanity? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would I could kick this off. Uh, I, ideological blindness um, and in its. I've remarked over the year how how easy it is for one collective group of people and another collective group of people to look at the same thing and see two different things. And it's like it's that it's that tendency. It's the echo chamber. It's all of that stuff. And I just I know we've kind of been touching on it, but I think that's that's actually been like the one of if not the standout. Um, things for me this year is just that that ideological blindness. Like when I'm in a group of people and we all believe the same thing, like it's really hard to come out of that. It's it's yes. really easy to throw stones when you're in a group of people throwing stones. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like and it is it's really hard not to throw stones when you're in a group of people throwing stones. Right. Like so it's like it's a blindness, a collective blindness that that is pervasive over these uh, factions of people. And it's just like, it's, it's kind of stunning to me, you know, that we here we are in the 21st century and we're still like, we deal with these sort sort of core root fundamental issues that maybe have like, this is the reason wars get started. Right. It really is like, and so we're just in a different, hopefully, hopefully in a different way in this day and age, but it certainly is that, that blindness or that uh, 
myopic yeah. sort of way, that single-mindedness and the inability to consider anything else. So that's been my top. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I think it's just it's the first time in our lifetime that that's truly been exposed. Yeah. That, that's really just mankind. Sure. Yeah, and the sure heart of man, the heart Absolutely. of fallen man. Every hundred years. Just, yeah. No, it does. It's just we've yep. sort of, we've never lived through it yet. Yep. And now we're in the middle of it. And this is our time. And obviously we're online. We see everything mm. ways other cultures didn't before. But, yep. but truly it is. And I think that's, to answer the question, that's really what I would say is just a big thing is realizing how how fallen man really yeah, is really. like we could try to and even though you have your ideology but yet you can have your ideology but yet your outlook on other humans yeah. it's like if they don't have the same yeah views as you they're mm-hmm. they're looked down upon and like they're only like it's sad yeah. on both both scale totally. like no matter for, who you are and for sure and not just a, like you see it in the church and everywhere it's yep. it's, it's revealed it's certainly revealed like obviously sinfulness mm. selfishness yeah. like i still don't understand the toilet paper thing yeah. you know but like it, it does reveal it does really reveal but back to my like trip the, coming back from florida so i have pictures literally because we flew into portland maine yeah and so you know that's what this five like or six march, hours right? of march yeah. five or six hours from where we live yeah. and so we literally stopped at every walmart and every target and not it, not even one roll of toilet paper. Like we, we thought it was a joke because we were hearing about it. Thought it was a joke, and so we're like, well, we better grab some toilet paper just in case. Yeah. And yeah. everywhere we stopped, there was nothing. Nope. We got videos of just like yeah. nope. not even Kleenex. Like there was nothing. Oh, crazy man. man. So like, but to to show yeah. with frankly such a small thing, like like let's, yeah. I don't want to downplay the virus, but let's just downplay it for a minute. This is not the Black Plague. Yeah. Yeah, and immediately everyone clicks into yep. save yourself. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like Michael Scott pushing people out of the way to get out of the yeah. burning building. Right, yeah. every one of us yeah. are Michael Scott. That's why it's interesting. The Office kind of had a big rebound during. Yeah. You know, anyway, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you make a great point about he, just human sinfulness is so evident. And we mm-hmm. we forget, don't we? Like we just forget. Like we get. We lull ourselves into the into the myth of human progress. Yeah, you know, I, I remember hearing uh, Jordan Peterson talk about uh, the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how, you know, you set up Holocaust museums not just to remember what happened, but more importantly, to remind yourself that we're capable of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's for really sure. important. That human yeah. beings are mm-hmm. capable of this. Yeah. yeah, And do not delude yourself into thinking yeah. that was them then. Mm-hmm. That's not in us. Yep. Yeah. You know, and like what a jarring reminder mm-hmm. this has yep. been about, you know, as we watch the political unrest, mm-hmm. the yep. social unrest, the economic unrest, like yep. that's, talk about peeling back the layers. That's, yep. mm-hmm. that, that's been in there. It, yep. It's been in there the whole time. And this is just bringing it out yep. for us all to see. Yep. The idea that because we agree we're good, you disagree, you're bad, in order for us to achieve some kind of peace or perfect world, we have to get rid of the people that we don't agree with yep. so mm-hmm. that the people agree that who agree can all like enjoy ourselves yep. and achieve whatever this peace or whatever it is. And that's a fallacy. Like it's a complete mm-hmm. lie because you just – the fracture it just becomes more and more fractured because people will eventually disagree yeah oh yeah. absolutely yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what else what else has been revealed to you this this past year i would I, i'll add i guess I, I would say 
you know, more specifically to just the 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 umbrella of sin, I would just say like human frailty. Like, yeah. like our, our solution, like we're just inadequate, like yep. to, to really deal with, you know, we're intellectually inadequate to really like, yes. you know, all of us too, back to your earlier point, Dan, like I just don't have good answers for a lot of things, yep. you know, yep. like I, I can't, I don't even know how to think this thing through far yep. enough, you yeah, know, right. and like, yeah, and yeah. frankly, humanity, as we get more information and access to information, as we have frankly more available knowledge than ever before most of us as an individual knows far less than you know like you most of us can't read chesterton yeah like it's it's just sure whoa this is you know these guys didn't have the internet it's like our our intellectual fortitude has been exposed Mm -hmm. you know you wonder if the internet just went down if we'd know how to tie our shoes like yeah i I wondered that when the anybody else like the the media like once we knew this was getting real i immediately started like looking up like how do you harvest deer (laughs) (laughs) i know i I didn't go there i need guns i need to plant i need to plant a a a garden to sustain my family and my church and then like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna protect it with with my own guns and military force and like realizing like i don't know i don't know how to clean a gun i don't know how to plant and harvest food Mm -hmm. i literally if i want to eat i drive in my car which if automakers are gone like i I can't fix it if you know like how just how like intellectually soft Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. we are like that there's just so many things that Intellectually soft, sociologically soft, yep. you know, emotionally like emotion. Yeah. Oh, that, that was going to be my, my, I was working up to it. <laughs> no, but yeah. Emotionally uh, soft. Like we just can't, yeah. everything's, everything's yeah. like, how dare you, you yes. know, Greta, Greta yeah. Thunberg, yeah. you know, how, yeah. how dare you? Yeah. Right. Like it, it's yeah. just, we're freaking soft and frail, which mm-hmm. as a Christian is the opposite of what our Lord is and what he Mm -hmm. desires to bring out in us is like Mm -hmm. maturity and renewed minds. Like frankly, someday an everlasting body, like Mm -hmm. we're, we're actually going to be made imperishable. And man, I just, the perishableness of humanity has been on full display, Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. with the virus, like physiologically, like it's, it's preying upon human weakness. Like, like, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying anybody did anything right or wrong, but like, people who die from it have some kind of underlying disadvantage. Like there's Mm -hmm. diabetes, there's cancer, there's, there's a presence of, again, like decay and frailty. Yeah. I think something that, that has been kind of simmering under the surface for me all along is that it, how, how freaky it is that a virus shut down every nation in the world. Like that's, That's a str- it is freaky. That is a strange realization for me. Yeah, like not a person, not not a military force. Yep. You know, not bankruptcy. Yep. A virus shut mm-hmm. us down. Invisible, like just yep. everywhere, shut down. Yep. It just that that right there. Just I think it was a jarring, mm. a wake up call. Even if you're not a person of faith in in God faith in Jesus even if you claim to be a person that doesn't have a faith at all you're aware now that there is a force or forces that exist 
that are actually in charge mm-hmm. of what yeah. happens. Like yeah. that that can shut us down at a moment's notice. Yeah. Yep. And I, I feel like I've seen people all over the world grappling with that. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Like we don't want to admit that's what we're grappling with, but it's but it's just this we feel uneasy. Yeah. We yep. aren't in charge. Yeah. We can't control things. And like, our politicians can't help us. Right. There's just like it's the vulnerability of systems and structures, government, yeah. society, vulnerability, economies. Yeah. It's all been exposed as way more vulnerable than yeah. we could ever have possibly imagined. And right. we're way we're way more out of control than we want to think we yes. are. It, which is why the rise of all the conspiracy theories. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. And so can I just add, yeah? Because the other part of that, the next step of that is whether you're a person of faith in God or not you're becoming aware that there is an intelligence that is going to write things. There has like, to be. Like, like I'm yeah. hearing way more conversation the last six months about there is, there is something going on, whether it's God or whether it's nature or whatever it is, that does bring things back into balance mm-hmm. and does bring things back into alignment. Yep. Mm-hmm. And People are seeking that. I've even heard this conversation, and we may you may have this on the agenda, but... I've even heard conversations on podcasts about, okay, so what if the human race were to go extinct? What if, what if human beings didn't ultimately survive? This is coming like from mm-hmm. a scientific, mm-hmm. like having other animal species yeah. gone extinct and yet we're still continuing. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it that we are so upset? What if humans didn't exist ultimately? Right. I know I'm sitting here talking to guys who know humans yeah. will all, always yeah. exist. But what I'm saying is there's this conversation that is like, yeah. wow, like there's there are forces beyond me that get to say yeah. what exists and what doesn't and what will last and what won't. It's right. punching to, to maybe take that further. It, this year and all the things that have happened is punching holes in back to the first point you made. Ways that humanity has buttoned up nice, neat, and tidy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, answers for everything. Yes. Even mm-hmm. stuff like evolution. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if if yeah. if if your theory of evolution, which again I, I I'm not opposed to certain aspects yeah. of it, but if like your theory of natural selection or or that we're mm-hmm. we survival the fittest and we're all just animals anyway and nature's going to take its course, then. Yeah. I guess who really cares if if yeah. if humanity goes extinct? But what right. is it actually in you that is overriding <laughs> that? Yep. There's something inside of you yes. saying, "No, I was made to live," and yeah. there's there's something in me that rejects death yeah. and 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 runs from it, and like yeah. it's it's forcing good questions. Yeah. And that's why I think it's such a good time mm-hmm. for the church really to present right. the yeah. you know the the intelligence to your word. Yeah, that does even if we don't understand them all have mm. solutions yeah to these problems there's way more I, I feel like there's way more openness to that kind of conversation i agree yeah and that's exciting that's yeah, really is. exciting stuff it really is but the yeah i mean the frailty fear mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. just I, the, I think all of what we've been discussing too uh, is actually a beautiful time for the church yeah sure like is. all really of these is. things it because is, even yeah. when you say the discussion of you know people and their ideology and if you don't have the same but even people in that world still don't have peace and still like there is still something that and they realize wait a minute yeah this isn't right and then you know mm-hmm. this virus can wipe people out or wipe us like what 
So people are more yep. hungry than yep. ever as they start to realize. Yep. Wait a minute, what, mm-hmm. what is what is going on They're in the world? So, so church, so church yeah. as we've known it, or a church yet to be discovered. Yeah, well, that's a that's good day the, for the church. That's on the discussion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's the church that Jesus died for yeah. because church church isn't a model. Church isn't. Church is yeah, yeah. people, and yes, you can't separate. It is a gathering. Yeah. Know where that gathering takes yeah. place or how yeah. it takes yeah. place. Yeah. But yeah. those are the two things we definitely know through Scripture, yeah. that it yeah. is a people and it is a gathering. Yeah. You can't take yeah. those away from yeah. the church. And as the church grows, Jesus came to to die for the church, to you know mm. make us part well, of glad, the kingdom yeah. of God. I'm glad you said that, Justin, because I am. there is a church he died for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- this this past year has made me very uh, far less patient with conversation about the church he didn't die for, right? Mm. Like the church I'm going to create mm. isn't necessarily the one he died for, mm. right? That's, yep, yep, you yep, know. And yep. I I just feel way more ready for that kind of hard nosed conversation where no, I don't know the answer, but I do want to have that conversation. Yeah, like I I do want to get in there. Yep. And God show us mm. the church, like show mm. us, show us that church. Yeah. Well, let's 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 have the conversation then about about the church. Like what, yeah, what has God revealed about the church? You know, and what do we think He's doing? What do we think He's doing through this? I, I agree mm. with you. There, obviously, of course, we we believe that that there is a church that Jesus has in mind mm. that will be accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know, but but how are we how are we interpreting what what are you seeing what what's been revealed to you in the last 12 months or i guess 10 months anyway uh mm-hmm. about the church and mm-hmm. what do you think god is up to mm. you go first justin yeah get, give it to me well yeah <laughs> well i mean i mean the three of us are are kind of at least in a local context yes. yep. sharing but I, yeah. i'm interested to know yeah. you know i talked to a lot of pastors and a lot yep. of us are feeling the same things i'd love to hear your yeah i mean it, it, i'll say this and you can look throughout history the the model of churches obviously has changed as generations have changed and people and cultures so so to just say church is a certain model or certain type it's back to what i said where mm. i believe you know it is the church church you know like the kingdom of God yeah. is in the hearts mm-hmm. of man. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is where even I've been leading our church just recently, uh, starting to really dive into, you know, what's the kingdom of God look like? Mm-hmm. And Good. Jesus yeah. Jesus came, you know, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. That in the New Testament, it's over 160 times, it talks about the kingdom. Yep. Jesus himself, I think, was like 130 sometimes. He yeah. talks mm-hmm. about the kingdom. Yeah. 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 And so ultimately, whatever... I, I believe this, whatever model we could say of the church that you look at, ultimately God wants to establish his kingdom in our hearts. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, yes. that, I mean, I believe it can still come in different models and different, I mean, cause I've been another, like yep. no matter how we do church in New Brunswick, mm-hmm. That's not how the church looks in India. Yeah. Like it it, it won't. I've been there and I like it it just, it won't look identical. So we can talk about it in our context, but ultimately it it is the kingdom of God in the hearts of man. Right. And if something's been exposed through the season is, I would say as a church leader is 
do we have enough people that truly have the kingdom of God in their heart? Come on. Yes. That, that yep. really, right. they, they've enjoyed a model of church or they've enjoyed an atmosphere or they, yeah. so when I think about, well, as we look ahead and what is God doing and what's the church look like, I, I really believe he is coming for a bride mm-hmm. and he is coming yes. for people. And as we get the kingdom of God in here, it's going to start to show in our yeah. lifestyle, in our connections, in our yeah. conversations, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that we're ruled by a king. And ultimately, that is first and foremost. Yeah. So, uh, I know that's a lot of right, different to, different things. Yeah. But ultimately, I, I do believe that that Jesus is is doing something in the church. Yeah. Um, there there are people that have been a part of church that maybe will never be a part of church. Right. I, I will say that as we mm-hmm. come out of wow. this, because yep. church might look different. Yeah. yeah. Um, or <laughs> I, I found this one interesting. I'll, I'll just mention this in in the season. I watched people. Uh, to say exactly a person in particular, I can't say yes, I watched this particular person, but I watched people and you've probably seen mm-hmm. it too. Uh, I watched them early on in the pandemic and they're on social media. It was like their cry was like, church has to be open. Church is essential. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't shut the church down, which I believe I yeah. agree with. I, yeah. You know, but but it was like they were so hardcore. Yeah. And then churches, you know, were allowed to maybe have some type of gathering or whatever and so they came and then as far as our context then all of a sudden they said well you got to wear masks in church well all of a sudden that person that said church is essential i'm gonna fight for church (laughs) all of a sudden they're saying well i'm not going to church if i have to wear a mask mask, the goalposts are moving yeah Yeah. all of a sudden you really Hmm. whereas i i remember telling our church like when that became mandatory we already have an in-person gatherings then we had to wear a mask and i was like God can hear me worship through the mask. The mask yeah. has nothing to do with me and God. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, our first Sunday that we were together, uh, as far as with some people in one room or one mm, church yeah. in many rooms now, as we all are, but mm-hmm. but the people that were in the room I was in, it was like, man, there was more worship probably than we've ever had mm-hmm. because it was like, we aren't letting these masks stop our worship. Yeah. Yeah. And and I said all that to say there's an example of a person that you really wonder, do they really know what the right. church is about? Do they really have the kingdom of God? Yep. They were fighting for the essential church, yeah. but I'm not going to church if I have to wear a mask. I'm going to go to church if it's the way that I want <laughs> exactly. to. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Good example. And yeah. it's like, it's like, I think that's, it's, I love that point that you made about the kingdom of God. And I think that's what, you know, it's the struggle is to find, you know, the, the world, we're all asking the questions of uh, what's God, not only is what God is doing, but how do we find the language around what that looks like. And I think that that's, that just, that's an amazing point is like, it's, it's the kingdom, kingdom. which also happens to be invisible, Mm -hmm. right? It's almost like, it's almost like we should fix our eyes on that, which is unseen, yep. right? Like, yep. cause that, which is unseen is eternal. Yep. Right. And that's really what we're all about. And maybe that's not as, maybe that, that truth is not as, um, readily available or it's like it's at the, at the top of our our minds or we don't know quite how to mm-hmm. say it maybe we're hungering for that but it's presented there in a really great way of like uh, between the kingdom of god and how, what the what the, the physical yeah. the building and the people the expression, the expression yep. looks yep. like right so mm. i think that's a that's a fantastic fantastic point yeah. for sure yeah, that helps me too like because mm. i'm like I, we were talking and over lunch like uh, over our socially distanced lunch, we, right. we, uh, 
we, you know, I, I have a tendency to overthink and just want to crack the code perfect, right? Yeah. And it's like I, I want to find the new expression that's going to lead to the most fruitfulness, yeah. and that's a good thing. I think God's put that in me, yeah. and that's why I'm mm-hmm. apostolic, and that's that's I can't turn that off. However, to your point, like at the end of the day, it shouldn't and doesn't really matter what the what the system, what the expressions mm-hmm. are. It's really the heart of it at the end of the day. Do you want to follow Jesus? Do you or do you yeah. want to see the kingdom come in your life? Then use what you mm-hmm. got. Exactly. Work yeah. what you got. It doesn't really matter. Like yep. that's what that's what mm-hmm. really I think maturity yep. is mm-hmm. is after. And that's that's been the revelation for me yeah. yep. has been I think twenty twenty revealed a level of immaturity in the church. Yep. Immaturity in the real church, yep. and it re- it revealed a lot of people who are superstitious, yep, and religious, yeah. See, but mm-hmm. not yeah. not actually, yeah, disciples. That's that's the thing. See, when you when you have the kingdom of God in your heart, you become kingdom minded. Yeah, and that this probably everything that God's teaching me is why I'm now finally sharing it with my church preach because it. this has really been a personal give us a preview journey of the series. Give us a preview of the series. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to see your Hope City's numbers going to, yeah. all the King's yeah, churches are They're all going to see what's the, what's the conversation. <laughs> I'm going to be looking at the views on Facebook yeah. and there's like four and everybody's on, <laughs> everybody's on, everybody's on yeah. yours. So, but no, as you, as you get the, the kingdom of God in your, in your heart, it's, it's, it has to translate into your into your everyday life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have the kingdom of God yeah. here, everything else you're going to try to figure it out and you're going to yeah. try to balance it. Like, I have not liked this season. And this is right. why it's been a personal journey. Yeah. There's not one thing that, that mm-hmm. I can like. But it does not change one thing with right. God and what he's I doing know. in my here life. We are. And know, that I'm right? a part of his kingdom. Yeah. And, and as you said, like that, that's why Paul... Because you look at stuff, you're like, how do they do that? I believe it's because they were so kingdom-minded yep. yep. that he, he's like, hey, like, can you imagine being an opponent? Just, to, can you imagine yeah. being on social media with Paul? Like, you know, like, and I mean, no matter what you tried to say to him or yeah. do, like, he's just like, yeah, to live as Christ. Oh, you're going to yeah. kill me? Oh, to die is game. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, really, I know. But he's so, he's like, the kingdom, the kingdom yeah. was here. And so he's like, like. Tell me I can't have church in a building? I'll do it okay. in jail. I'll do it, in jail. It, it was I'll irrelevant do it in jail. to him. Yeah. And and, and I mm-hmm. think that's what God's been showing me and mm-hmm. hopefully the church in general that yeah. that no, like guys, it, this whatever of, happens while we're here on earth yeah. is One of the really irrelevant. Verses that we've held on we've had a handful of of verses that we've hung on to, Hebrews twelve. Uh one of them is in Romans where Paul says, like, never be lacking zeal. Mm. But like stir, stir. Basically, you're responsible to stir up your own faith, yeah. Yeah. and and there are no mm-hmm. excuses. Like, and one of the things we've said as a leadership team is, I refuse to believe that God has not given us the goods to follow after Him in this season. Yeah. Even if that means that we can't, we can't have the gatherings we want to have. We've yeah. got to wear masks. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. that's not an excuse for me to press pause mm-hmm. on my faith. Mm-hmm. Like, the, if the kingdom's in me, I'm going to pursue that in every season. And I think. Mm-hmm. That for me is the big thing I think that God's revealed and that he's revealed that he wants in the church is to establish to like maturity, like to to establish disciples yes. beyond just people who say, I believe in Jesus and I want to go to heaven when I die. Yep. People who actually are hungry for heaven in the here and now in their lives. That's what the kingdom is. Mm-hmm. It's the dominion of heaven established exactly. in hearts and minds. And yes. then through that in lifestyles, in families, yep. in church mm-hmm. gatherings, on streets at the workplace, yeah. like that to me is what God is after, mm-hmm. and I think I think the church is is hungry for it, and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's a remnant now of the church, right? Yeah. Like we've lost we've yeah. lost people. I know yeah. we have. Yeah. We've right. gained people too. Yeah. 
but uh, there's there's a, there's been a flushing hmm. kind of uh, maybe that's yeah. not not the best term. <laughs> 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 you gotta you gotta jiggle the handle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, that's good. Uh, Actually, that 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 brings up the the word that. Um, that I've seen just to just to jump off that is actually the word resilience because there are in the middle of like you see certain situations you see groups of people you see all kinds of examples of immaturity and people who who will like who will be like shifting sand and go with the current of of the spirit of this age but there's also the people that are resilient Mm -hmm. that I have seen and I've had conversations with the ones who from a varying degree of like they're really confident and they're even excited about what the Lord is doing. And even the ones who said, I'm still here. Yes. Like I don't know anything yeah. and I don't, I don't necessarily see what God is doing, but I'm still here. Yeah. And I've seen that in like in some powerful, like there's a, a powerful conversation that Dan and I were part of, um, was it last week? Maybe within the last couple of weeks, um, where that was that was the subject. We were we were just talking and around the table, and just somebody piped up and said, "I don't know. I haven't felt anything in a long time, but I'm still here." And I I was that that I was like that person didn't even know how much of a of a statement of faith and a bold mm, yeah. even a pro, even prophetically like how, what they were what were they saying but yeah. just by the fact that i'm standing that yeah. if, if, when you have done all yeah. the stand therefore stand right mm-hmm. like it's sometimes it just comes down to that mm. like i'm still here i don't know anything but yet I refuse yep. to move, and I think that's so so profound. Yep. The resiliency. Of- oh, you made a promise, Frodo. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and I intend. And I intend to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is he like? Covering all wet, and he's like, what, oh, what's, yeah. "What's at the end of number one?" Oh, right? yeah. When he pulls him into the boat, he's like, "I yeah. told, I told Gandalf." Yes. He's like, and I intend. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's that it's that commitment. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like it's easy. Yeah. It's easy when everything's going right and you're getting to do the things you want to do and worship the way you want to worship and yeah. you, everything's just yeah. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. but will you, will you remain faithful when you're tested? And like, yeah. this is mm-hmm. honestly, this is the first real test for a lot of Christians. Yeah. For, maybe for the church collectively, for sure. all of us go through our yeah. own trials and tribulations and suffering. That's yeah. that we, that's not strange. I think the strange part about this is we're all, as the church going yeah. through this test together. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like, man, I, I, I just, I know one thing I want my bride to like, whether she knows, whether she knows the reasons behind what I'm doing, I want her to give me the benefit of the doubt. And I want her yeah. to be there. I want her to be there, you know, yep. through thick and thin. And yep. like, yep. I know we're honoring God when we yep. say just what you said. Like, and I, I said, I mentioned it in my sermon a couple weeks ago. Like, it's like, there's not much, there's not as much of me as I thought there was, but you can have what there is, you know, like that, Mm -hmm. that posture Mm -hmm. of the heart. And I think that's what God is interested in, even in Mm -hmm. his church. It's like, ah, now we're talking like, like Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll I'll take that remnant that's Mm -hmm. fully devoted to me or at least more fully devoted to me. I'm sure there's another iteration (laughs) of this and many more things to be revealed in the future, but you know, what will we do with what's been revealed? How will we surrender that to him? Yeah. What do you think, Dan? Well, I'm, 
I'm thinking about uh, something I've seen several times over the last several months when I've just been thinking and praying um, that this stripping away, pulling away, tearing things away in this fear we just automatically have as individuals or as an organization, as a church, that there's not going to be enough left like you've just been talking about. Right. You know, like, like is, there, is there anything in there that's really worth like, God, you're ripping away so much of what I thought was actually worthwhile yeah. about me. And so I'll say it about the church. Lord, you've been stripping away so much of what we thought was valuable about the church. Is there actually anything in there? Yeah. And I believe he's asking us to trust him that, yes, there is. Yeah. And it's better than you ever could dream mm. what's actually in there if you let me continue to strip it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that's going to be part of the faith we're going to have to have going forward. Yeah. Like, um, like the question, when is God going to begin to add those layers back on that we stripped off? Some of those he's never going to build back on. Right. right. There'll right. be new different things. And so I just yeah. keep thinking about my own life that way. Like what, a, like I've said goodbye to some things that I think mm-hmm. I've said goodbye forever now. Mm-hmm. Like there, mm-hmm. I'm never going to be that guy again. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's this. This is the thing that's been kind of landing on me, and I'll just try it out on you guys. As I feel like there's a there's a uh, a measure of His glory that He wants to display in John 17. It says the world will be convinced that I'm the one sent from God. Mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. praying this mm-hmm. to His Father, just so He didn't think it was me. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. I know you might be prone to think I meant Jesus actually. <laughs> But um, that 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 measure that exponential, like exponentially huge display of His glory that He will bring, can only happen with what's left. Hmm. It's not yeah. like oh, we could go with what's left at the end. It's yep. like God's saying, no, you don't mm-hmm. understand. I can't display My glory through the pretend. Yes, like, yes. like the thing that I plan to do yep. in answer to Jesus' prayer. It cannot happen unless we get down to what's at the core. Mm. And it, it, frankly, it scares me. Mm-hmm. And it's very intimidating to keep letting God do that because I don't think he's done in me. Yeah. Right. I don't think he's done at least in the Western church. Yeah, we may no, be I surprised. Agree. We may be surprised how there's some third world country church that's actually going to show us the I, model. No. I suspect so. And we'll yeah. say, oh, wow. But... But that thing of just of actually trusting God, it's very diff- like yes. it's very difficult. Like pastors do not have an easy. Anybody who's listening to this, yeah. every believer has got to go through yeah. this process. Yeah, and that's similar to what I was trying to describe on a personal level. Feeling like, well, God, that that's the thing that makes me valuable. Yes, right. exactly. if I don't do that, then what? Do, what? Do, like, what good am I? You know? And it's yeah. like it's like actually, there's a lot of good. It's just in there, and it's hidden beneath the things that you think are most mm-hmm. valuable about you. Right. I don't imagine my stuff being a distraction from what God— I, I assume if God wants to do something, he's just going to do it. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. I think he needs my—he needs the my yes. yes. Yep. Like, yep. I need to get rid of this layer, and if I say no, then he won't move the yep. way he, he wants to move. Yep. Agreed. Yep. That's, that's huge. So okay, we'll we'll break, start bringing her in for a landing. I want I want to do a bonus round. 
on, you know, what in the world is going on? Is this, is this the end times? Is this, <laughs> or, or is this the end times or your wildest conspiracy theory uh, <laughs> about what's going on? And then uh, Justin, Justin, I'm going to throw to you at the end to just give a word of encouragement to any believers that might be listening. So you're, you're, you've, awesome. got the, you've got the gift of encouragement. So I'll give you, I'll give don't you, let us I'll talk give you a five long. minute, yeah. I'll give you a five minute yeah. heads yeah. up yeah. on Good, it. Good, because they need that. You know, yeah. legitimately though, I know, I know there has been, I'm, I'm saying it sort of tongue in cheek, mm. uh, but not because there has been a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of things just sort of click into place and some, some weird, a lot of weird things gone on this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have been asking the question like, okay, is this, is this like, is sure. Jesus's return? imminent 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 or like imminent right for sure <laughs> yeah absolutely so, yeah. so what what do you guys how do you guys process uh, that well i i i should delineate are we in the end times or are we in the last days and do yeah, you, wait, so i actually think good, they're two different things yes we are 100 percent are in the last days agreed we may or may not be in the end times and i kind of think that we're not um i tend to think that because i actually think the way my the way I sort of work it is that um, I imagine it to be a whole lot darker and I, I imagine it to be uh, probably a lot more chaotic if that were the way it was going to go. Hey, the week is not over yet. <laughs> I, know. I was going to say, like, Listen, how much time you need here? Yeah. It's only Wednesday. I know. And, and blissfully, I've been sort of semi, I've been semi-ignorant over the last few, since the sorry. new year of sorry, sorry. what's actually what's going, going on. on yeah, I wouldn't so know. I'm, yeah. I'm blissfully ignorant. And, uh, but I would just, I would just say that my sense is, is that we're not, uh, for simple, for that reason, the darkness thing, but also for the, for where I, what I feel like the preparation of the bride would look like, because I, I believe that the bride to even talking about that, because I've, I, and, and curiously, I have been feeling that shift in language and I've been, have been talking about the church less and more about the bride. Hmm. And that's been, I've consciously and unconsciously allowed that to creep into the way I talk about the church and what, what she is, because ultimately she is the bride. And I actually think that, you know, f- from my, I actually believe that the Lord is still preparing the bride to be spotless and radiant and looking like Jesus. And I don't, I don't believe as we're much as yet. I want, I don't believe we're there yet. Yeah. As, as much as I want Jesus to come back, there are some key triggers to which he's, that are going to happen for, for that to happen when that happens. And one of them is the the preparation of the bride that she would be, yeah. Uh, you know, the restoration of all things and all of that, but the, the preparation of the bride is a big one for me. Um, and I actually believe that there's, that, that we certainly haven't arrived there yet. Hmm. Wow. Does producer Ron have an applause button? Actually, there, that there was, is that, a, that a praise break. The applause. So, a praise so I'll just, I, I, that, thank you. That was I, good. I, I actually agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not even asking this question because of a, I disagree whatsoever. Sure. Oh, but my, disagree, my oh, no, please feel free. No, it, it actually is. Yeah. No, I, cause I, I've said often throughout this year, like, yeah. I don't know if this is that, right. But I do yeah. know that we it's can something. see the yeah. stuff that has happened and even the world that, that yep. you can see stuff mm-hmm. now, like 
you know, stuff we used to think, maybe that's like yeah, figurative prophecy. Maybe that we, right. we definitely can see, okay, no, I yeah. can see now how stuff it like talks about. Like one world government yeah. is yeah. not yeah. that can, crazy. No, it's right not idea. crazy now. It's like, not a, no, this is sickness and this just happened all over the world. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I, you know, I, but again, I, I, I don't, I actually don't think this is that. Right. I can't say for sure if this is that, but we can see how it's shaped up. Sure. But the flip side of that, just by, by question to you, sure. are you saying that because you are viewing it from the lens of the North American church? What no, does a bride, really yeah. because yeah. We, we are Good. sitting here. Yep. Good, yeah. And so sometimes we can base it or say, well, yeah. I don't have this urgency because, oh, the bride isn't yeah. quite ready. Yeah. Right. Whereas bride of Christ worldwide. Maybe, yeah, maybe the Western <laughs> church is the mole on the bride's <laughs> like, back. Oh, man. <laughs> no, She's looking pretty good. No, no, I don't believe that. No, I don't, because I do believe it the whole. So the counterpoint to that is like, okay, so how, what's the preparation of the bride look like, which we don't quite know, right? And she, and, 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 the preparation of the bride looks different than we think the preparation of the bride is. And this is definitely in that even the unpleasantness refining is in that. So if it gets worse circumstance, circumstance wise, that is definitely in that preparation. But I would say like, even as it pertains to the church in the West, like she's going to be complete globally in my, that's the way I would. She'll be of, spotless. Like, she'll be spotless. She'll be she won't have. Spotless. She won't. There won't be, won't be the mole on her on back. The, yeah, that's that's right. Right. She will be spotless. Like, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But 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 along that too, though, yeah. even as you said, you've seen your dialogue. Sorry, I'm just no, hijacking no, I'm this whole. This, this uh, is why you throw so, questions like yeah. I did. Yeah. Just make so, sure you keep some encouragement. You yeah, come I do. That's that's coming, and I will get I will get my crack at this. So so. Is that one of the reasons, though, as you said, you've found your terminology shift somewhat? Yeah. Because, again, we look at the church, and now you've found yourself talking more about the bride. Yeah. Again, is it because we have realized in the last year there are a lot of people that are into the church or part of the church that, well, again, back to the kingdom conversation and series I'm in, Mm -hmm. but there's the plug again, so... Uh, but as <laughs> as we we look yeah. at, at the kingdom, like Jesus Tune into said, Hope City. <laughs> Sundays, yeah, that's the beautiful thing. Eh? Yeah. On demand, they can yeah, join yeah. church Boom. after yes. church. So, uh, but when you look at it, Jesus mm. in talking about the kingdom and the the end of days, yep. that ultimately we don't know. I mean, one of the examples he used parables of the the kingdom is he said it's like a farmer in a field and he's mm-hmm. got you know planted all his crops and. You know, yep. the thief comes and plants all these thorns. Yep. Yep. And then yep. the followers of Jesus, the disciples were like, well, you know, should we go and, and get out all the thorns? Yep. And Jesus is like, no, nope. Nope. <laughs> like when I come back, when, uh, I'll take care of all that. Yes, for so sure. is that maybe uh, one of the reasons, yeah, yeah. do you yeah. know what I'm saying? That yeah. maybe it's because yeah. we realize the church Right. Only God knows how many people in the church right. <laughs> truly, no, no. Right. truly are the bride of Christ. You're absolutely right. And so what's the – and that's actually a fair point. Mm. And it is like – it's like this thing of like what do I – what do I think? Mm. I hold it all very loosely. It's just mm-hmm. – yeah. but I think that is a very, very, very fair point to to not take the fact that those are – there are those around me and people that I even might care about who might be – in a completely different place, they may not get it, or to to actually use that um, as a reason why it not might not be mm-hmm. the bride might not be prepared, mm-hmm. right? 
Dan, do you have a take? I'm, I'm going to take a stab here in a second because I'm someone who is preaching a sermon series on Revelation, has it, read many so leather-bound leather oh, books about Revelation. The, so the reality is clearly, all of Hope City already clearly, joins King's Church, so I'm yeah, hoping just a I'm couple. I'm going to need the last <laughs> word here. <laughs> no, no I, do have a, I do have a take on it, but I'd love to hear. Do you, or do you just want to punt? I'm, a, a I'm punt? just a okay. little. I'm just, I'm just right. going. Yeah. Like... Um, I honestly don't. Okay. I, I mean, not that I don't have an opinion, but I've just not been really loving. Not that it's not been shared. Whatever I was going to say, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I it got swallowed up here. I'm you being, were the applause meter. I was. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going. The hype man. Yeah. So, so, okay, my stab on it then. So then I'll say, um, <laughs> then I'm going to have an argument, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so as I, as I understand the book of Revelation, um, it's, as with all scripture at some level, is like, it's an always thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe that the book of Revelation was, it, it it mattered, it matters and will matter. It was true, is true, and always will be true at some level. So like there is a, the mistake we've made in the past is with Revelation that, that this is for some other time, yeah. right? And so we yeah. haven't taken it and said, what is the Spirit saying to the church right now? And we've mm-hmm. slept on it, right? And so that, I, I view Revelation a little bit like a, this is getting a little Eastern here, but like a wheel that like it, 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 it revelation almost has these revolutions where it's like right. these things are unfolding and they're, they're increasing. They're, they're unfolding, yeah. they're repeating and yet increasing throughout human right. history. It's like when you read the four horsemen of the apocalypse, they, they're, those horses are galloping now. Like yep. you, you can hear the hoof beats now. <laughs> right. Like those, those things are, Pestilence is happening now. Conquering and war is happening now. Those things are happening. So there's a level of it's already going on. But I do believe it's very clear that there will be an ultimate or an ultimate version or a final revolution of these things. Right. And yes. when I read that, like, and right now I'm actually studying eight, chapter 8, 9, 10, 11, getting ready for when we jump back in. Right. It's gnarly. Like, mm-hmm. it is not allegorical it is not like you know this Mm -hmm. could mean this (laughs) like it is the the when things get kind of climaxing they it the the dividing lines get very clear and like the the doors start to swing shut and the lord is funneling creation in or out basically like constantly yeah. grace the whole way yeah. like god constantly calling people to repent turn yeah. turn turn yeah. turn but but the the days are numbered kind of thing yeah. and so hmm. it brings up the question i guess though because i do think god's sanctification of all things and the renewal of all things is progressive in that like mm-hmm. he's purifying the bride now it's not something right. that i think it's wrong to think of jesus is going to return and zap we're all just going to be all better. And the whole restoration process is just done in the blink of an eye. Mm. I don't think it's just that. Mm -hmm. Like maybe the gap between like where we are now and what the heavenly reality will be isn't as big as maybe we, some of us has supposed it would be in the past. Right. However, there will be a gap. There will be a supernatural separation that happens back to your wheats and the wheat and the tares. Like there is, it's clear in scripture that like in the, in the twinkling of an eye will be given the, the imperishable, the perishable will be clothed with imperishable, I guess all that to say. So I, I do think there is a, there is a reality of, I don't know if we know the time. I don't think based on my reading of scripture, like to your word, this is that in that, like, you know, 
I I don't think this is the last wave of tribulation, no. so yeah. to speak. And in yeah. fact, I don't think like the last wave will be n- no doubt. Like yeah. <laughs> this is this is right. you know people will be either repenting or cursing God is yeah. basically where it comes down yeah. to. And right. there's not like there's still way too much middle ground right now where it's like yeah, yeah. I don't know I don't know what I think as Revelation. Mm-hmm. Unfolds ultimately. Mm. There's 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 less and less middle ground, and it's mm, like good. no, I know who he is. I don't want anything to do with him, right? Yeah. Like, and that's mm. it. or I'm repenting and turning, and like that's yeah. so. I think it's got a lot of gears left to go. I guess all that to say, but to your point, I mean, we're definitely this might not be that, but we're closer to that than we've mm. ever been before, we and sure like are. the the one world government or the the capacity in humans to be transfixed by some figure that has yes. all the to your word earlier intellect and answers mm-hmm. yeah. that we're seeking mm. as as an antichrist yeah. like we're poised for that stuff man we like are. at least right. more than we ever have been for in my sure. lifetime yeah. like yeah. even technologically like the yeah. like we live in a networked world now it is not a geographical separated world we live yeah. in a networked world so and the, and certainly it depends on whatever conspiracy theories you you know, or whatever, who cares if it's true or not, right? There is that thought or that pervasive thought or um, uh, a mindset of that's actually that there are powers that are actually pushing unto that end, mm. right? And that whether or not that is real or not, there it's certainly a um, it's certainly a more pervasive mindset than ever before, mm. right? Like it's certainly out there in the forefront. It's emerging. As a as a thought, like or as and as a conceptually, it's emerging in the in what what we were hearing in the chatter of what's going on in the world, right? So more so than ever, it, the realization that uh, the realization that that could actually be a possibility is increasing more than it probably has, yep. maybe even in a, in in a generation or generations. Once we like, you know, we could go back in history and talk about like you know, world domination is a thing. Like it's a, you know, it's a thing in movies, right? Like everybody's after world domination. But I think in reality, right, there is certainly that thought is, is certainly bubbling up to the surface in the way that we, I think mm. the church though needs to like, we should, we just have to, in all of this, whether it's God, your purpose in 2020, 2021, or the grand scheme of things, we've got to have adopt this, like, do it, Lord. Yep. Come, Lord mm. Jesus. Right. Like, yes, yes. unfold yeah. it. I know. Bring your yeah. kingdom. We yes. want you to come. We're not yeah. trying to yeah. stop this from happening. Yes. We invite it. Like, yeah. please yeah. do right. it. You know, like yeah. Uh, yeah. if this should it have is. caused anything, yeah. it should cause us to be like, come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord yes. Jesus. We yeah. long for your kingdom. Yeah. We we know more than ever how much we need your lordship. Know. You mm. know, like I think yeah. if anything, we should be having yeah. that. For, for the mature believer, it should not freak us out. It should draw it. It should f- draw us in close. Well, yeah, that, that's what you know. You told me to have encouragement at the yeah, end. There but, we go. Yeah. But but that that's where I you know I've had that conversation a lot over the, the last few months. Is you know especially as I look, I grew up around the church, mm-hmm. and I there was always this idea almost that like the church we had to do everything we could to like stop 
all the bad stuff from happening. Uh, like, yeah. oh, this is the mark coming. We oh, got to stop good. that. Yeah. Or, or this politician's going to bring in that. We got to stop him. We're losing our rights. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and, and I'm just like, where is that in the Bible? Like, the yeah. only thing the Bible really says, like, even if this is that, or as we look towards someday, mm. yes, Christ coming for his bride, mm-hmm. we as a church, we the Bible says that we need to look Celebrate. up when you wow. see these yeah. things happen. Yeah. Our redemption draws nigh. Come like, on. like all these bad yes. things should yeah. actually make the church yeah. start yes. to rejoice Woo! more if the kingdom isn't here. Come yeah. on. But if the kingdom isn't here, this stuff freaks us out. Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to lose oh, my dude. rights, or dude. we're not going to have be able to gather in our churches, or we're going to lose yeah. a tax receipt. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, man. Like, I'm if the kingdom's it. here, like, hey, bring, bring it on that's because good, Jesus man. is coming back for yeah. his bride. Yeah. 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 So. yeah, that's huge, man. That's a mic drop moment. That love is. It. I love it. There's a man on it. fire. Yeah, that's yeah. it. No, it yeah. But that that makes the yeah. spirit leap in me. It Absolutely. sure does. You know? yeah. like it's, that's exactly mm. what you're mm. saying. Absolutely. And we should be checking our mm. checking our fears at the door. Absolutely. And, and getting getting excited mm. about what God is doing. You know, and we don't totally know it all. We know. It's okay. It's good. It's going to be good. But we get to be a part of yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know right. what it is, yeah. but it's going to be good because he's good. Yeah. yeah. Guys, Love thank you. you. It's been fun. Thank you guys. Thank you a ton. So, and Justin, thanks for, yeah, thanks, thanks for, for, for having me. You got to come back, man. I will. All right. Totally. Good. As long Even, as we're, as long as we're able to travel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. And you can check out Justin at Hope City, uh, Hope City Fredericton. You can find them online, Facebook, YouTube. He is an incredible leader and preacher, and I know you'll benefit from his ministry. Hey, if you haven't already, if you enjoy this podcast or you think it'd be helpful for someone else, do me a favor and would you share it? Would you leave a kind review and let us get the podcast out there to as many people as possible? And hey, have a great day. We'll see you next time.